this is Jared. This is just a little quick blurb on my advertisements. I have iHerb, Remedy Link. Um, I have direct support for my Red Circle, which is my new host. Um, as well as for every episode, I'll try to include uh, relevant affiliate links um, as well as my coaching as well. Please check them out. Uh, there's no obligation to you know donate or click or anything, but they really help sell help support this podcast and I'd really appreciate that. Hey everyone, this is Jared. Um, this is our uh, obligatory uh, sponsorship audio blurb. Um, this is just to tell people that I use Anchor. Uh, it's an awesome app. You can use it on, I believe, iPhone, Android, um, or your computer, and there it's all connected, your account. It's very easy to do. Um, you can make money from it, and there's no minimums. There's no nothing to sign up for or pay for. Um, and it automatically distributes it to a bunch of different platforms as well, too. Uh, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and a lot more. Um, the, free, the app is available on the iTunes Store, Android. And you can also go to the website, which is anchor.fm. Uh, to get started. Yeah. Okay. Um, okay. Yeah. I guess it's. I'll record it on both. I guess just in case. Never works. Um. So yeah, I. I was able to look at uh, some of your stuff. Um, I, I was meaning to kind of like, because all my guests kind of like, kind of look up like more into them and stuff like that. But it seems like you do a lot of uh, kind of poetry, but also painting and art, arts, I guess, artistic kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, how did you get kind of started in that? Or is that something you've always done? Or is that something um, over time you developed? Or, mm-hmm. or, um, well, pretty good question. Uh, honestly, um, it has not been something that I've always done. It's it's actually fairly recent in my life. You know, I'm I'm twenty, I'm twenty eight years old, and uh, before, I don't know, before the age of twenty three, like none of that even existed. Honestly, you know, like art, poetry, music, you know, my writing, whatever else I do. I, honestly, I forget about a whole bunch of stuff. Uh, it all came to me. After I finished my uh, my undergraduate, uh, I was studying biology, biochemistry, all that stuff to go and become a, a doctor, probably neurology or something like that. You know, and at that at that point, at least the person that I was, uh, he did not find any value in art or any sort of expression. And honestly, I thought it was a waste of my time and people's time. You know. I, I remember telling, saying to, to either myself or to other people, it's like, why does this exist? It has no, it has no purpose, you know? There's no purpose in this. It's like, oh, look at me dancing. Oh, look at me singing. Oh, look at me listening to music. What is this bullshit? And I remember saying this and believing it with, with, with my total heart. And after I finished my undergrad and, I, and you know, got all that done, I, I went to go work with a doctor for about a year just to, you know, just to get my feet wet and see what it was like. And after, you know, after a few weeks, he suggested that, you know, he wanted to send me to the med school that he went to in New York. And, you know, all I'd have to do is just tell him and he'd, he'd get me in. He'd send me out there and, you know, I would begin my uh, medical career in that sense. And after about a year, I, I decided that I was going to go. I was like, let's do this. But on my way to... Uh, to my parents' house because I wanted to, you know, let them know that I finally decided I'm going to go with this path in my life. I had just I had an epiphany that kind of, you know, just 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 fast forwarded through life and just saw how my life would have progressed and how my my family would have aged and what I would have accomplished in that time. You know, it's it's over a decade to complete medical school all the way through if you want to specialize. And it kind of came to me and I was like, wow, I would be trading the, the, the lives of, of my parents, whom I love very deep, dearly, my sister, who was six or five at that time, and my stepdad, her dad, just died recently too. And I thought, okay, I'm going to be giving up this for 
for her life, for for the for the opportunity to educate her and to just experience my family's life uh, move on through. And honestly, for me, it wasn't worth it. So I was coming home to 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 tell everybody, I was like, hey, I'm going to go be a doctor, to instead be like, hey, I'm going to quit my job, I'm going to leave my apartment, I'm going to leave everything behind, and I'll come here and just help you I'll run your business, basically, you know? Okay. And honestly, that was the very first moment of, of my create creativity. Uh, it was, uh, uh, my mom is a custom manufacturer builder, so that's where I started playing around with, with, with just expression in a way, just understanding that these hands can actually do something. And... It came to a point where I was, I, I taught myself how to, how to program and run a CNC router and just kind of make it do what I wanted to do. And I remember one day distinctly, the, the thing was spinning. I don't know if you're familiar with the CNC router, but the thing's spinning and coming to an end. And I, I have this drawing finish that I was doing for whatever reason. And it's like, whoosh, lightning bolt hit me. And I had this realization that, you know, I was like, I was the creator, you know, the creator of my experience, the creator of my whole life. And that anything and everything that happens was my own choosing and my own doing. And if I wanted to do anything beyond it, it's again, it lies in my hands. And it was such a profound experience that ever since then, I was like, all right, there's no excuses. There's no nothing. Let's fucking do this. And now if you can see, fast forward, like all of this stuff all around me, my, you oh, know, yeah. just, just bleeding art in every possible direction. And, you know, just try to um, inspire others to, to, to basically do the same, you know? Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's mm -hmm. pretty cool. Um, yeah, I was reading, um, I was kind of starting to read, uh, I think one of the books you gave me, uh, you said you also had like a kind of a friend that kind of inspired you, like a female friend of yours, I thought, kind of early on in the dedication. Mm -hmm. um, so, so, so yeah, the book you're talking about is Expedition of the Psyche. And yeah, I wrote a dedication in, in the book because up until that point, uh, or at least writing that book, I got into podcasting, you know, I was like, I have this message and I want people to feel it. But I, I had nothing to show for it, honestly, you know, like here's me saying a whole bunch of words and I had nothing to show for it. So I'd talk and I'd record and I'd dive into people's minds. And honestly, podcasting, such a beautiful and and uh, it's, it's an amazing way to connect to people and truly see who they are. And initially, you know, I just started diving into into my friends' minds and just like, you know, I know you. Let's talk about stuff. But what I realized is that I did not know them. I did not know them at all because the deeper I went, the, 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 the more glorious the story they were telling me, the, the more they're sharing about their weaknesses and about their, their, their pains that they overcome and how to being able to see how a person evolved from, from, from circumstances that would break so many people to an individual that was so beautiful and just radiant, it, it taught me unconditional love it, it it taught me that every person is battling some sort of some sort of battle it taught me that everyone is 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 living their own life to their best extent and and nobody from the outside would even have a glimmer of of understanding of what's going on there so the first episode down i i get this unconditional love download i was like damn that was incredible and then i i, I keep doing that and i don't know maybe for like a year i continue podcasting with with and, you know, I, I, I make friends and all that stuff, but it didn't feel like it went anywhere. And, and then I met this, this woman, like, she was and is just a stunning human being. Like, I've been, ever since, ever since art found me, I've had this transformation. And I, I dove into spirituality, and I started, like, studying, you know, in Hinduism and, 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 and uh, meditation and basically any religion possible just just for the for just to see what is going on with me through the eyes of the world right i needed an explanation to, to understand what was happening with me especially from my scientific background i was like something's going on i don't have an experience or even words to describe it i need to find this and i found it in like like sacred text you could say so uh as i was teaching art to 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 people uh i got hooked up with with a welding professor in a community college and I was helping him just kind of you know run the class and express creative just just creative mindsets and I'm welding something and sparks are flying and then this woman comes in and dude I've been celibate for three years at that point just just you know I wanted to focus on on harboring that energy and this woman comes in and I'm just like holy shit you're gorgeous and I'm just 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 gravitated toward her you know so I'll, 
she's with her dad because they're both taking this welding class. And I'm just like, all right, I don't want to make this weird, but I got to do something here. So I wait for him to like go to the bathroom or something. And I was like, what's up? And I don't, I don't remember what I said, but you know, started talking to her and just express my just appreciation for, for who she was and, and what she was doing. Just, you know, appreciate her, her art at that moment. And just, just really clicked with her. And I was like, all right, let's go. You want to go on a date? Let's do it. So we went on a date and I, I, I promised her a love that, that was beyond that, that, that sexual nature that we're all taught, especially as men. We feel like we have to come in and we have to like close the deal. It's sex. Sex is how we, look, how we see love. Oh, yeah. and, and, and that's how I was in the past. You know, here's a lady. I, you're attractive. Let me get, let me get there. Let me get in between them jeans, you know, it's like, yeah. oh, just straight, straight to that. And having, yeah. having that epiphany kind of come through, I just wanted to just give her love and love her for who she was without any sort of attachments or without any sort of expectations. And she was like, who the fuck are you? What, what is happening here? Like, I've never felt this before. And I was like, you're getting the psyche treatment or something. I don't know. Uh, and then it got to a point where, you know, we're, we're hanging out, spending time. And I wanted to show her my life at that that moment so it's like let's make a painting together so we made this painting and we connected and we chatted and all these things and that was put aside and it was drying and then we we continued to see each other for a couple of weeks and it came to a point where where my urges still kind of took took me over and i'm i'm pretty good at sales i did sales for a long time so i kind of understand how the and especially science background i understand how the mind works and I know how to manipulate people if I want to. Now, I don't want to manipulate people. But at that moment, it felt like I was – the sexual urges took, me, took over my – you know, the penis started thinking. So it, yeah. it made something happen. I was like, all right, let me take care of you. Like, let me give you a massage. Let me love you down. Let me go downtown, all that stuff. You know, let me, let me take care of you. And at that moment, after it was all said and done, you know, and she's like, that was amazing. I was like, yeah, awesome. I had this – I had this, again, another, another strike of lightning hit me, and I felt like I, I, I betrayed myself, that I betrayed her, that I hurt her, that I, 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 I betrayed even the promise that I made her to, to just love her, and I needed to end it. So from that moment on, like, there's, been, there's been things rummaging around in, in my heart, and obviously you know, we're, we're not together or anything like that, still friends um, in a way. You know, I don't, we don't talk. But after after that thing happened, you know, she she was the one who, who pushed me to to start actually, you know, walking the walk. I talked to talk just fine, but she pushed me to start walking the walk. You know, her parents, her family, even her. She's like, all right, yeah, you're you're sitting here, you're doing all these things, but like, what's going on? She just inspired me to take action into my own hands, and 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 here I am, you know, two books down, albums of music published, just just continue to, to push myself. It's like, all right, yeah, I have a message, but what is that message? What does it mean? How do I express it in ways that other people can, can, can see it, feel it, touch it, and attach it to themselves? And then how do they process it to get to the same place that I am? So honestly, she, she was the catalyst. Like everybody played a role in my life, but she was a huge catalyst to get me to this life, you know? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Pretty yeah. awesome. Um, yeah, that's pretty interesting. Um, uh, let me see. So you said uh, music. Uh, I think I remember seeing you on Spotify or checking out Spotify. Um, you've mm -hmm. said you put out an album or two. Mm -hmm. Or um, uh, what did something get you kind of into that? Or was that just something creative you wanted to work on? Or was that um, music? Yeah. Okay. Um, so, and I, I do want to jump into like a lot more spirituality. Like I love talking about myself. Oh, yeah. But, <laughs> uh, so I got to a point uh, where, you know, building yourself up, you're building energy up, you know, again, like not having sex is, is a way to, to conserve, you know, your sexual energy. You, you know, I, I got into, uh, you know, the sacral system or not sacral system, the, the, uh, what's the what's what's the medium points, the energy medium points in your body? I already forget. Oh, what it's chakra, called. chakras. Thank, yes, thank you. Yeah, chakras. Yes. Okay. So, so got into you know chakras, starting to understand that how to move energy and in, in, in that nature, and you know one of the one of the, our basic 
fundamental energies is is our sexual energy, you know, our our sacral chakra. So I I wouldn't I wouldn't I didn't I didn't even masturbate for like a good year probably just just expressed that urge through creative means you know again just flinging paint on walls and and you know writing poetry and just and 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 no I don't think dancing came into into light just yet I was oh no dancing was still there but it was still uh, almost like a secret because you know again oh. as men we're we're taught like you can't move your body that way. Yeah, you know, oh, okay. that's feminine. What are you doing, moving like that? What if your What if your friends would see you? And okay. I, I was I, I was still under that control, honestly. And um, but I got to a point where I really charged up that that energy inside of me. And dude, I'm telling you, I felt like a golden giant on this planet. I felt like I closed my eyes and I felt like this this massive gigantic monster like freaking Godzilla of gold and I'm just like oh I'm just gonna love everyone and anytime I meet anybody I just dump this love on them and they look at me with like these eyes and I'm just like yes <laughs> you know and it got to a point where uh, I connected with a woman on online after I published this first book and she was also just like she was a coach she was a business coach and you know helping people get through mental blocks to get to where they want to go and God, she was a fantastic woman. I tell you, red hair, like like just vibrant red hair on her knuckles. She's got boss lady, right? And she's just oh, yeah. just bad, just fucking badass, you know. And I'm just like, girl, I love what you're doing, you know. I didn't I didn't hit on her or anything like that. Just message her and be like, hey, I just looked through some of your posts. I, I the way you're interacting with people, you are such a beautiful human being that I can't even like I can't even fathom it. The things that you're putting out into the world and the 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 the, the help that you're providing is unmatchable you know i just want you to know that you are seen and you are valued and she's like well who's this guy so she messaged me and we had a kind of back and forth and it, it felt like we had a romantic interest kind of uh, happening so i was like fuck it so i just fly fly over to the uk because that's where she was and you know uh start talking to her um it turned out to be more of a friendship than a romantic connection which is fine and so I ended up just kind of exploring the UK and then uh, France and then just kind of moved my way down to, to, to Russia, which is where I'm from, and to go spend some time with my family. That whole time was the trippiest moment of my life, honestly. Um, I have a whole bunch of friends who are into mysticism and like really deep into spirituality, like deeper than me. And I reached out to them and I explained to them what was happening, just like signs, you know, just the pictures talking to me and not physically but they're telling me things that that was just pushing me into a different direction and, and coincidences and yeah. it was like synchronicities i think that's one way of kind of describing it and precisely like precisely synchronicities left and right and and I, I called my friend and i was like dude what's going on he's like i, I think what you're saying is your kundalini is being awakened you're ha you're having a kundalini awakening and i'm like all right, I don't know what the fuck that means, but cool. And, <laughs> you know, and I went to Russia, spent some time there, kind of cooled down because I, I, was, I, was, I stayed in one spot and just really grounded. And then I came back to, to the States. And first of all, it was the first moment that I acknowledged the presence of God or just, just this an entity that existed outside of us that connected everything. Because up until that point, I was an atheist through and through. I was like, all right, nothing, like, you can't come up with me with this shit, like, whatever. But it was that experience, that trip of three months, it was the, I, I still have a hard time trying to conceptualize it. And I, I, I honestly gave up, like, in, in my heart, I know what it was and I felt it. And I continued to reach that spot and, and expand it even further. But yeah, when I came back, I had that feeling of, 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 of that understanding and what goes up must come down. I didn't know how to handle it at that point. The deepest depression that I've ever experienced. The deepest. Like, I didn't know how I was going to get out of it. I was working nights as a janitor, cleaning up after people. And then that added up to, to, to my just just depression. And it got to a point where I, I just I just wanted to scream. I just wanted to rip my heart out and just, just bleed all over everything. And luckily enough, there was a guitar in, in the corner of my room that I haven't touched in. I mean, probably a decade. Last time I played guitar was was like to try to get chicks in the high school, you know. And I sucked because, you know, I was like, yeah, look at me. I didn't I didn't know anything. Yeah, yeah. And so I picked up this guitar and and with this with this weight on my heart, just start strumming and just screaming, you know, 
from the top of my lungs. And it got to a point, you know, I felt I felt relief in that moment. I felt relief. And I was like, ah, so you just grabbed onto it for my dear life every day for 12 hours. I'd go to work. You know, I I'd, I'd put in my six or seven hours. It was a huge theater I was cleaning. So clean everything, come back in the middle of the night and just just strum the day away for 12 hours, play music every single day. And, you know, each day we got a little better, got a little better, got a little better. I got a little better playing. And it came to a point where, you know, I decided to start writing my own songs. And one thing led to the next, performing. And, and, and I don't do anything half-assed, so let's start publishing, connect with the community. And, you know, yeah. now this is where I am. But honestly, I, I credit music to so many things in my life that, that, that I, I don't think I could have handled it in any other way. It's an amazing grounding force. And honestly, it's magic. Like if you if you if you wanted to focus your intentions to create your life in in a way that you want it to go, pick up an instrument and just just dive deep into the things that that move you and the things that that I don't know that you care about, or just just the basal part of of our humanity and express from that point. And I've seen like your life physically just starts to rearrange to to how you're feeling, you know. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's pretty inter interesting music and all. Um, I've never really made any um, on my own or anything. Um, uh, yeah, you said you wanted to kind of talk about spirituality. What kind of um, what kind of uh, stuff do you kind of? Are there any teachers or coaches or kind of, or do you just kind of read a lot of different stuff or is it? Because um, I know for me, I I go. Like, um, I started out with kind of when I was younger, kind of Bruce Lee, because he, he studied philosophy, and then it was kind of Eckhart Tolle later, and then uh, mm. as like kind of Teal Swan, but also like other people like Josh Mason. Is there any like um, schools? Like, are you more of a fan of like, because um, I'm a fan of like kind of like mm -hmm. kind of like stoicism, but also objectivism, mm -hmm. but also like Zen and Buddhism, and a lot of other mm -hmm. ones too. But um, mm -hmm. is there any ones you kind of gravitate towards or that you kind of? Uh, like to talk about or mm -hmm. or kind of uh, study under, I guess you'd say. Okay, I understand 100%. Um, I do want to know how you got into spirituality, so yeah. I want to dive into that. Um, everything you just said, uh, so I'm more of an omnis now. I, I believe that everything is a, is a path to the truth. I believe that we, I mean, I believe that we individuals are, are gods, you know, we're the creators of our own reality, and yeah. we are a part of a greater connection you know that that whatever it may be and again the word god is is just the thing that we came up with you call it the universe you call it uh, what brahman or or just just whatever it may be it's 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 there it's ever present and we're just an extension of that ever present energy that is there so like personally i i go out there and i try to i try to live my life as authentically as possible and then like I mentioned before, and try to notice things that are happening and then go out and to uh, find something that explains that. And I found something, some things in Christianity. I found some things in Judaism, in, in Islam. I found things in, in Buddhism, obviously. Uh, Ram Das, I love the man. Uh, Alan Watts, what an amazing human being. Holy shit. Terrence McKenna, please. Right. Um, yeah, Stoicism, philosophy, literally anything and, and everything that has been published in philosophy has I, I've, I've read it or I've, I've listened to it through a podcast, which shout out to Philosophize This. I don't know if you listen to Philosophize This. Um, oh, no, I haven't actually. <laughs> dude, Philosophize This. It's a podcast. Uh, also, there's a dude in Tacoma uh, or in Seattle or something in like huge podcast, incredible production value, just I mean, super amazing storytelling. Like, like I don't even know how to how to how to envelop it. It's it's such a oh, valuable okay. asset. Like anybody and everybody that even thinks about wanting to learn about philosophy, this is the place they should go to get to 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 I guess feel the sexiness of philosophy, and then they can buy a book and then really dive in deep into the minds of the philosopher that he was talking about. But he does an amazing job to expressing the ideas and and like making it sexy and funny. He's hilarious. Oh yeah, uh, yeah, that's yeah. That's so I don't. Helps. <laughs> mm -hmm. Well, well, yeah. Because I mean, I, I don't know about you. So I went. Uh, I took philosophy class in you know in, in in college, and at that moment, you know, again, there's a lot of talk about God and and like splitting hairs over word mean like word meanings, and I'm just like, what the fuck is this happening? You know? And you just you go through the motions, and you're like, all right, he's saying that 
there's a there's somebody came around and there's a there's a watch and you're gonna say that a man made this watch but if you're the only man in this world you know and you're like what are you even talking about but then you you go to it from a perspective of somebody that that first of all loves it that first of all lives it or second of all lives it and then actually wants to portray that in a way that's gonna entice other people because it doesn't matter what you talk about it's all about the framing if you can frame it in a way that somebody's gonna find interesting they're gonna dive deeper especially yeah. something like philosophy the the study of life the study of knowledge the study of wisdom the study of the heart you're you're if you can make that sexy and give it to a person they're going to sit through the most mundane and boring conversation between plato and socrates and they're going to look and be, for the things that interest them they're like holy shit there it is now i understand what virtue means now i know how to be virtuous now i know what liberty means now i know what to ask for from my government or actually demand from my government or just be free what that means and not ask for anybody's permission you know like a self-sustaining yeah. human so it's like there's so many things that that can that can push us toward a life of 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 I mean, that you act, we actually want to live that you wake up to and get excited to live you know and it all starts with just these small questions so i know that school didn't do it for me but once i got to this point and then started diving deep into into all of these you know splitting hairs again Oh man, I found so much satisfaction and beauty in it. My gosh! But how did how did you get into spirituality? And 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 what what is something that you are um, uh, that maybe you say okay, I'm a Buddhist, or that you identify as? Um, I don't really. Uh, I have a hard time kind of identifying as one sing single thing. Um, I think it's a combination of things. I think I even had a high school teacher that kind of said that that she has a hard time kind of identifying you know as christian or buddhist because there's a lot of stuff that kind of it's kind of similar it kind of bleeds or blends over and stuff like that um like even like stuff like um i've found like stoicism and like zen have a lot of in common even though one's western one's eastern um mm -hmm. actually um i sort of through uh what is it how did i get so i did actually when i was a teenager i actually had like really bad depression and it's kind of like um I have a family history of things and I think um, it kind of started out mostly from that is I was just kind of reading and then I also got into kind of Bruce Lee um, he was one of the like one of the main things that got me into like martial arts but also eventually um, I found out he's really talented although he's passed away in like philosophy spirituality and a lot of other things like he was really like multi-talented he did it all um, but I also so I read some of his books because some of his books have a lot of philosophy in them, but also kind of um, some Buddhist teachings. And I know that when I was kind of in my early 20s, I uh, was a really big fan of Eckhart Tolle. Um, I uh, I really liked, uh, I've only read, I think, one or two books of his, but Paulo Coelho, uh, The Alchemist. Um, I really liked that book. Um, that, that really changed my mind because I actually around the same time uh, read kind of the four hour work week, which isn't really a philosophy oh. book, but it's about business. Um, oh, hell yeah, dude. Four hour work week is the best. Yeah. <laughs> and so, um, and then actually, um, what was interesting was kind of I was uh, hospitalized, and it was actually for mental health reasons, uh, for pro about four years ago. But after I came out, I found out that I was a part of a, a Facebook group because I think I joined a lot and then people are inviting me, but it was. Uh, Teal Swan's kind of um, Facebook group, or, or uh, she calls it, uh, what is it, Teal Trap or whatever. And so I've I've watched a lot of hers, and hers are um, interesting because she has a very distinct background. She's um, it's very new age, but she also I know in a lot of her videos um, she's not super serious like a lot of these other philosophers. She puts in a lot of uh, memes and like a lot of humor in it as well too <laughs> mm -hmm. so I feel like um, especially because I think she's probably around my age maybe a little bit younger she pro probably appeals to more of the millennials and I know I've, I've never actually met because I've met a few people because she has she has a few books she has a book on the completion process but also uh, one was just on loneliness like the anatomy of loneliness and I know mm -hmm. uh, there's a few people that are completion process practitioners or do that some in Portland, but I've never actually met them. I've talked to them, and um, I was actually on a Skype call with one of them recently. But, um, but yeah, that's how I got into um, mm -hmm. spirituality. And also because I've trained in martial arts in the past. It's been a while mm -hmm. since I've really trained um, regularly. Um, 
uh, mostly due to, just to my health, but um, um, I trained in several martial arts styles for several different years, and I I mm. kind of absorbed some of that as well too. But but um, I also you know pick up um, I don't know like um, different shows and TV shows, and also even like um, even like some anime has some kind of deep spiritual philosophy. I don't know if you're a fan of anime or whatever. <laughs> Well, but I mean, look at uh, Avatar the Airbender, Bender, right? On Nickelodeon, yeah. forever in the sea. Like, such great, like, meditation, just but such great value provided to people. And I didn't even know it until, you know, like, a couple of years ago. I was like, oh, shit. This has been in front of my face this whole time. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I remember watching a video. Uh, I think it was a video about him, the Avatar, or in the Avatar series, explaining kind of chakras, mm-hmm. but also kind of... I think meditation and enlightenment and stuff. Mm-hmm. I've never, I've never actually seen much of it, but I've seen mm-hmm. a lot of other ones. Like, um, I don't know, like one I've been watching, right. Well, I need to catch up on is Naruto a lot. There's actually quite a bit of philosophy in that too. <laughs> I, I should rewatch that. Cause when I was watching, I don't think I, I picked up on it. I, I'm going to have to, I'm going to have yeah. to. Well, there's, uh, there's quite a few episodes. There's Naruto, which is on Netflix and mm-hmm. that's 300 episodes. And then there's Naruto Shippuden when he's, uh, it takes place after he's done some training and he's more of a teenager and it's up to mm-hmm. him and his adult. And that's about 500 episodes. And then there's mm-hmm. several movies. So there's quite a bit of, to catch up on. <laughs> and I'm only, I, I'm not even halfway through Shippuden actually. <laughs> uh, I don't think I ever started with Shippuden. I think I watched all the way through just the first Naruto. And then, yeah, I don't think, I, I think whenever Shippuden came out, I was just like, out of it you know like anything else just oh, moved yeah. on to something different yeah and, it, but, and it's continuing on because they have baruto which is technically his son and and that's a little bit different but i like it as well too but um mm-hmm. but yeah um yeah. but also like some of uh uh one one anime that also got me into martial arts but also has some some actually pretty deep philosophical uh philosophical things and it is dra- actually dragon ball and dragon ball z um <sighs> <laughs> Like, there's yeah. a scene, um, what, what is it? It's, um, I think it's this scene, I never really realized until I kind of looked at it and watched it more, but it's the scene where um, Vegeta basically goes kind of like a Super Saiyan, is that he kind of lets go of his ego and confidence, and then it just kind of naturally comes into him, very, like, Zen-like, uh-huh. is that he was kind of pushing himself and trying to get it, and then he kind of, it just comes to him after he's pushed himself to, like, the brink or the edge, and I just thought mm-hmm. it was... Like really mind blowing that they'd have that uh, mm-hmm. anime of, of all things. Oh. oh, I mean everything is a is a vehicle for story. Every story is a vehicle for survival knowledge, and I mean, why would anime be any different? You know, it's, yeah. it's And spirituality is one of the greatest survival knowledges that we can that we can find, honestly. Yeah, that's that's fascinating. And then starting with Bruce Lee, I think that's amazing. It's like he is in such an incredible human with so much positivity and so much skill to show precision. Like, um, like for me, I have this understanding of, you know, bringing focus to, to, a, to a fine point. If you can bring focus to a fine point, you can tear through, like, the fabric of, 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 of reality, honestly. Like, if, if you can truly focus on something so deeply, then, I mean, again, Bruce Lee is the perfect example. He is a superhuman. He's a freaking superhuman. And yeah. all the quotes that you can hear from him, that's exactly what he's saying, you know, like, uh, you know, be like, be, flow like water, you know, like, don't create any resistance, just, just, just move, move with whatever's coming. And that, and that speaks deeply about just, you know, just letting go of our attachment to, to the, maybe to the person that we are at this moment or to the, to the ideas of, of, of our desires even, and just kind of take each moment as it comes and, and do your best and, um, don't be afraid to transform with with transforming times, which right now that is the perfect example of what people can be doing. It's like, yeah, yeah. quarantine. I don't know if well, yeah, you're also in quarantine. We're all in quarantine except for Florida, yeah. I guess. <laughs> Assholes. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> just sitting there yeah. sipping mimosas on the beach. Yeah, there. Yeah, that's kind of nuts. Yeah, um, it's. I don't know. It's. Um, I don't know. It's crazy. All the stuff that I've. Uh, especially recent events. Um, I don't know what your take is on it, but I've, I listen to a variety of sources. Like I even listen to, um, what is it? Like, uh, I've seen, I know Teal Swan has put out some videos. I haven't seen him yet, but Josh Mason has put out several ones and I'm a big fan of his. Mm -hmm. And then even Clyde Lewis, which he's more of a paranormal, like kind of 
conspiracy theory, but it's interesting to hear all these different sides and stories and how it's like mm-hmm. kind of changed. And I actually did um, because this is like kind of a side project is my main job is uh, my first full week. I was let go uh, temporarily laid off like on my third mm-hmm. day of like my first full week, actually. Wow. <laughs> wow. But it's given me a lot more time to kind of work on the podcast and other things. And I've been I think I've been using my time pretty wisely <laughs> for the most That's part. Cool. But, so what what made you want to start the podcast? Um, it was a mix of things. Uh, actually, there was a kind of website and uh, coach Pat Flynn of Smart Passive Income, and he said um, one things one thing one area that's um, because from my understanding because I've tried I've tried like selling e-commerce and I've done a YouTube channel and a Twitch channel I've done blogging um, but I never really um, really made that much or much traction or much of an audience, but he said that um, podcasts compared to um, um, YouTube and um, blogs, there's like hundreds of million, hundreds of million of uh, millions of uh, YouTube channels and blogs and stuff like that. But podcasts, there's only maybe around a million or so. So there's a lot less and there's a lot more opportunity there. Mm-hmm. And um, he said it's a good way to kind of network and connect with people, but also make some money and open up like kind of new uh business kind of business uh businesses and business experience and stuff like that so Mm -hmm. um, that was a big motivator uh because he had kind of a free training series and he has a course as well Mm -hmm. too um so i decided why not especially because i have a book and i uh to help kind of promote that but also to um Mm kind of expand on as well more kind of from others as well too so why did you pick, uh, you know, spirituality, alternative health as is, is a topic of, of your podcast? Um, um, because that's, I mean, that's what the book is kind of on. And that's kind of mm-hmm. what um, I'm going more towards, especially with um, kind of my health. Um, because over time, I uh, starting out, because I've had um, health problems, like, probably ever since I was a child, but especially now since I was 21, I've had, um, I don't know, I got really sick, but I never really fully recovered. And I found out later Mm -hmm. that's a lot what happens to people with kind of Lyme disease and chronic fatigue syndrome and fibromyalgia. Mm -hmm. And so Mm -hmm. I really had to almost be like my own health detective and work on it myself Mm -hmm. because I've, um, you know, I respect kind of like the kind of conventional like medical establishment and you know what they're doing now with COVID and stuff. Um, mm-hmm. But when it comes to certain things like um, kind of more chronic and complex, it's you really have to kind of dive deep and do a lot more and kind of have to do like, like I almost like I'm almost like a human guinea pig <laughs> sometimes oh, yeah. with stuff oh, yeah. I try to. Um, so I, especially as of late, I've been trying to kind of do that as late. Um, one thing is I've I've lost a lot of weight in the past, but um, recently um, it's been really difficult for me. So that's one thing I'm focusing on, but also some other things as well, too. Um, mm-hmm. Detox and detoxification is kind of a big thing as well, too. Mm-hmm. Uh, and um, also, uh, um, one of my kind of, I guess he's kind of someone I look up to and mentor, Josh Mason. Um, he's a big fan of, you know, um, don't focus on kind of... Um, you know, making money or really anything else, focus on your health and then naturally you'll kind of be able to mm-hmm. work on these other things and then that will grow and you'll attract more money and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And because that's what happened to him because he got really sick and he basically kind of cured or fixed himself too. Mm-hmm. Um, no, I but. completely agree. I completely agree. And like health is like for me, that was my first initial step into just freedom because, you know, health is freedom. If you don't have health, you can't go out there and, you know, climb a mountain or see your friends or anything of that yeah. nature you know if yeah. you're sick or you're tw- twisted ankle or anything of that nature you don't have the ability even if you have the desire or even the money and the means to do it you can't you can't accomplish it you know it's it's uh, and and that's unfortunate that's what like personally that's that's what transformed my life is cutting out all like uh all non-organic food you know pesticides does not belong in the body you know cut out the fluoride like i, I even remember learning about what fluoride does to bacteria and why we use it in, in toothpaste and I and I was even asking the professor. I was like, "Why are we using this if if it destroys like life? I'm life, you know. And you're putting this into my into my body. And sure, oh, yeah. in my new dosage. But like, yeah, 
it's it's insanity. It's insanity. If anybody yeah, wants to know more, like like I I can get into the biology of it, but it doesn't yeah. really matter that much. <laughs> yeah, but, uh, yeah, that's one thing I I haven't used um, uh, like toothpaste with fluoride in years, probably five or six years, maybe even longer. I usually mm-hmm. use tonkane and and I actually um, iodine I've heard is a good iodine and a few other things is kind of a good way to kind of detox the uh, and heal the thyroid but also pineal gland as well too so mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and you can get kind of iodine drop droplets there's a few different ones there's nascent and uh, what is it uh, um, I think some kind of sublingual one but both uh, two of the ones I've tried are, are both pretty good and they seem mm-hmm. to help too but well, that's, that's really good. I used Tom's for a long time too, and now I just, I just make some stuff. I put I put some charcoal and some baking soda and maybe a little coconut oil. Just mix it in. Maybe some peppermint essential oils. There you go. I mean, back in the day, we we used to brush our teeth with with the dry powder anyway. You know, so just oh, it is what it is. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, can you tell me more about your book? I'm really interested about your book. In your book. Yeah. Um. So, I started. Um. So I started actually writing years ago to kind of make a little bit extra money, but also because I, I kind of do a lot of research and I, I have um, probably around a hundred articles or more, maybe articles and blog posts like all throughout the internet. If you look up on hub pages or easing articles or even my own blog under Jay Helt or Jared Helt, and so I started kind of creating Facebook pages because I would write on a variety of different topics, everything from like. Um, video games to business to kind of alternative health and uh, spirituality mm-hmm. uh, and so I started cr- kind of creating Facebook pages to kind of um, narrow down um, like Synodical is one of them kind of the alternative health but also like some entrepreneur stuff and other stuff and so I decided uh, since I have enough content I can just put a lot of that that past stuff into a book but mm-hmm. I've also been expanding on it and I've been um kind of different therapies or treatments that I've tried or interested in trying, I kind of research and I kind of add to them continually. So it's not something like a book that I just published and then never work on again. It's something I, mm-hmm. I try and update pretty regularly. Um, mm-hmm. I haven't recently um, just because I've been working on other things, but there's a lot of different um, alternative therapies and there's mm-hmm. uh, resources. And I've even thought, cause I'm, I have a background as a cook and, prep cook is even adding uh-huh. like some kind of different ref- recipes and other stuff because I do, um, I do a lot of, uh, what is it? I do like, uh, kind of like the bulletproof tea, but also like, mm-hmm. um, golden milk and other stuff like that, but also other things like I kind of, um, uh, like with my water, like I usually add like a little Himalayan salt and vinegar and other things. And I, I kind of mm-hmm. experiment and, uh, do different things mm-hmm. and, mm-hmm. uh, put it in my book, but, mm-hmm. That's perfect. Uh, do you do like um, uh, green juice or, or do you experiment with, with keto, ketosis, intermittent fasting, anything um, like that? I have uh, with keto and um, I've done kind of some intermittent fasting. Um, keto, um, I've kind of done off and on in the past. Uh, juicing, um, I actually am a big fan of juicing, um, although it is kind of I have a juicer. It is kind of spendy because you need a lot of different veggies and fruits mm-hmm. and get a significant amount. But I do think it is um, because one, uh, from what I've heard is that a lot of due to modern kind of farming practices is that uh, vegetables, uh, fruits and vegetables have a lot less uh, mineral contents, vitamin and mineral content. And so one way to kind of boost that, um, boost that up is to basically just juice, which takes out the fiber, but it has all the other, other things. And so I've done mm-hmm. that, um, in the past, I've um, juiced and probably had, uh, I don't know, probably several cups at a time. I've never done like a like a juice fast um, just because mm-hmm. I haven't had enough veggies and fruits to do that yet. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, do you have a, a masticating juicer or just a, a high-speed high speed regular juicer, like Costco ones that they sell? Um, I'm honest. I honestly don't know. I don't. So, uh, I don't so if... Does it go fast? Does it make a lot of noise and just and then just spit out a whole bunch of pulp? Yeah, it spits out a bunch of pulp. It kind of what is it? It spins and you push down and it kind of shoots the juice uh, out one end and it spits mm-hmm. the pulp out the other end. Um, so, 
it's it's probably just I mean it's probably just a regular high speed juicer. Uh, it, it's good for you know like like fruit like oranges or something that has a high juice content. Yeah. Um, for greens, uh, I highly suggest a masticating juicer. It, it mimics the the chewing process of the mouth, and it's like honestly the the amount the the dryness of the pulp that comes out is uncanny. Like the juice that 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 you get like three times more juice out of the uh, these juicers. I have an Omega. Um, VRT three hundred and fifty, like they're old now, uh, but they're incredibly okay. quality machines. Uh, like I went on eBay and bought a refurbished one for like a hundred bucks. The brand new one's like three four hundred bucks. But honestly, like I have I've used that machine religiously for half a decade. Every morning, wake up, you know, cause you, at, at this point you can get a modest amount of vegetables and a modest amount of you know, fruit, so you don't have to like break the bank, and you get a nice cup or even more, and you can put that down. You know, you get you get your um, enzymes and your nutrients in in one day and then you know just kind of steer better throughout the day as as you go along with your diet especially yeah yeah definitely a masticating user yeah i may look into that i think there was one that like josh mason recommended but um yeah i I do want to upgrade because this is kind of someone bought it for me just because i i've just really wanted a juicer um um and it works fine for me but eventually i probably will I also mm-hmm. want to get a Vitamix because I do make smoothies from oh. time to time. And um, I have one that's uh, similar to kind of a Vitamix, but not quite as good. And it, mm-hmm. I've noticed, especially at smoothies, it makes a lot more, I guess, smooth, but also like um, they're just the best. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh, I completely agree. I got a Vitamix. It's the same thing. Just take, take, take my juice sometimes, put it in the Vitamix, add a little bit of uh, MCT oil. Add a little bit of a uh, you know a little protein powder, bone bone broth, everything you know, nice and clean. Uh, some some uh, what's it called? Um, collagen, you know, just just really mix it in. And because like I said, health is number one. If you don't take care of your health, you have nothing. So every day, take care of health. Then take care of the mind. You know, you're already in a better place. And then you can attack the day in, in whatever way you can. You know, you're presenting the best self that you can. And then you know, if if a big job comes around or if or a client or whatever. And you can't get through whatever problem is going on because your diet is failing. Like that's that's it's a sad moment to 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 know that you couldn't show up for life because of maybe something that you're lacking. You know, like something simple, like an ingredient. You know, amino acids. Like shit. Yeah, yeah. It's unfortunate, but it is what it is. So that's why tackle that tackle that health. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so that's how that goes. Hmm. Yeah. So, uh, I wanted to ask you too, just more about like your 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 own personal spiritual belief. Like, what what do you think is going on in this world? What is your philosophy of life, and how do you approach life with that philosophy? Um, hmm. may have to think about it a little bit. Um, uh, I don't know. Um, I've always been. Um, I guess I've always been pretty. I don't know. I kind of have, um, what is it, different kind of parts or kind of like archetypes if we're going into kind of like psychology. Because mm-hmm. um, I, growing up, I did, I am a big fan of like science. Um, mm-hmm. But I also, you know, have like a very kind of like spiritual side. And, um, you know, my parents, at least my mom especially, was raised pretty strictly Catholic. But I wasn't really raised that way. I mean, I actually lived close to a church which I don't even go to that often. <laughs> and um, I don't know. I just, I mean, there is a church um, that, what is it? Uh, he's kind of different looking. He He's not like the typical pastor. Like he has long dreads. He looks more like he'd be into new age or like, I don't know, reggae mm-hmm. or whatever. Um, but he, uh, uh, but I like him and it's Daniel Fusco. He's kind of a local pastor that I listen to, but I, um, I don't know. Um, I've just always been kind of open-minded and I'm trying to kind of trying to pull uh, different um, kind of uh, different, I guess, from different teachers and stuff like that. Um, I have had, um, you know, I I do like kind of have to work on myself a lot because I do find, especially lately, like um, people have noted, like, you know, I kind of have empathic or uh, empathic qualities um, so I tend to kind of, um, I tend to actually, I'm actually high functioning on the autism spectrum too. <laughs> so I do tend wow. to get, <laughs> so I do tend to get, 
So I do tend to get kind of easily overwhelmed and I kind of have to um, really work on myself and do like self care. And um, I do tend to, um, I think there was, it was kind of like a Reiki circle recently when he said you kind of take on or absorb a lot of the toxicity of others, which I thought was kind of interesting. But um, yeah, I try to, um, I don't know, I'm, I'm pretty open-minded. I, I, I usually try and treat about everyone with kindness and stuff like that. Um, I mean, I do have kind of, um, I don't know, it's just like the masculine or it's just like my martial arts training. I do have kind of like a short temper when it comes to certain things, um, but I do work on that. Um, yeah. Um, does that kind of answer the question or, or do I you mean, want me to kind of? Anything that, if, if you have, if something gets inspired out of you, whatever it may be from yeah. a question I ask, that, that is the right answer, you know, that is the okay. right answer. Yeah. So, yeah. um, so honestly, like autism, especially if you're high functioning autistic, like you are the superhero of the next generation. Like you are, you are the next step in evolution, at least in my personal belief, because, you know, autism, you have, you have different combination of, of, you know, just whatever it is and you're thinking differently. And it's that thought, that different process of ideas, that, that different line of, 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 of thought that will bring something new to the world that right now we're too oblivious to see, you know? So the big, like, it's, it might be hard, and I, and I know from, from personal experience, I don't know if I'm autistic or anything of that nature, but just thinking differently. But if you, if you really just buckle down, and especially when you're saying you're empathic, or personally the same, same way, and build up uh, healthy boundaries around yourself that, that, that protect you and serve others at the same time, you can take your mindset and you can take your, your different way of thinking to a, to a next level that, that, you, that you will be able to help so many people and bring so much value to their lives that you, you probably don't even know, honestly. It's, it's, there's so many of us that are living in a, in a, in a I'll just say a one-track mind. You know, here's, here's the truth, obey, obey by it or live by it or just you know, put it up, wear it like a cloak, like a face, like a personality. And it's those it's those individuals that are thinking a little bit differently and that are experiencing life just a smidge off the beaten path. As long as you can hone it, and as long as you can embody it, and again, boundaries, healthy boundaries is one of the most important parts, especially for empaths. If you can get those things done, my gosh, you will sparkle like a fucking star, <laughs> and you will bring joy to people. Believe me, believe me. Yeah. Um, but but. What so so I wanted to ask you this then to just to follow up on the last one, uh, if if you were to tell somebody how to live the best life, right, based on your knowledge, because I know you said you into stoicism, stoicism and Bruce Lee and uh, Paulo Coelho, uh, you probably read uh, the Four Agreements too. You know, I think all spiritual people read the Four Agreements. Um, yeah, and if not, I think I've read at some point, it's it's just it's four things, and he just goes into it. it's like keep yeah. your word. Uh, clean or just like stay true to your word. I don't remember the other three, honestly. Um, but if if you were to describe a the best way to to live a life, you know, in in your understanding of, of philosophy and all the knowledge that you've had, how would how would a person approach that? Hmm. Um. Uh, especially lately, I think like kind of I would say health is like you know number one. I mean, if you have any kind of um, even if you kind of have like, if it's even normal average, I think you can do things to kind of like, kind of boost that or with like biohacking or, you know, all kinds of different things um, to really like improve yourself. Um, but there is like diet and stuff like that. Um, I don't know. I'm, you know, especially like, uh, cause Timothy Ferris's book um, for our work week, the time I read it, I was about 21. Um, that was really kind of eye opening and kind of game changing. And, um, I do think like, um, you know, um, I don't know, I have mixed feelings kind of about, uh, you know, like kind of like a regular like job or nine to five, um, just because, um, I've had kind of some bad experiences in the past. Um, but I think if you have like some kind of idea or something you want to work on or something, I'd really like encourage people to kind of try it, whether it's either a business or a, even if it's like a blog or YouTube channel or whatever, as long as you like get started and working on it. Um, um, because I don't know, I see a lot of people kind of, kind of, I guess kind of get kind of settled or complacent. 
Um, I don't know if it's due to kind of kind of kind of like social programming or it's just mm-hmm. um, kind of how society is. And I see that especially now with kind of everything going on. Um, I see like some really good things about it, but I also see some really bad parts about it. And I think that moving forward, it may change like, you know, how the economy, society and everything is changing. But yeah, I would say to um, I don't know, but I've also been a big fan of um, I'm usually pretty honest and usually pretty blunt, blunt and direct. Um, I believe in that too. Um, I'm, I don't really like to, uh, and I guess try and kind of stay humble, but also, um, there's a, I forget it's a Japanese word or philosophy, but always kind of have an open mind and be willing to learn more from others and kind of, um, always be learning as well too. Um, yeah, Mm -hmm. I think that's about it as far as I can come up with (laughs) I mean, those are some very powerful thoughts, definitely. Like, if, if you think you're a fool, you'll be you'll be the smartest in the room every time because then you're willing to learn from every single person there. Health, obviously, yeah, amazing. I, I think you definitely hit some some really important ones. Um, there's there's something that came to mind. I do, fuck, Timothy Ferris, my friend. Tim Ferris is the best thing. I think that was one of the few podcasts that I found um, uh, besides Joe Rogan's, obviously, because he's the greatest yeah. at podcasting. But yeah, then then I found Tim Ferriss, and man, I really just appreciate that man. He's breaking down people's his superpowers. It's like, how did you get there? Because you're not superhuman. We all know that. None of us are superhuman. How did you establish that? Oh, it's just it's just this line of action. Go for it. Like I love him so much. The access the accessibility of such potent information is so valuable. And he just in there. There you go. You yeah. can have it. His yeah. other books are amazing too. Um. I don't actually, well, I've been trying to listen to kind of more podcasts, but one of the few that I listen to is Joe Rogan, uh, Bulletproof by Dave Asprey, but also um, Timothy Ferris, because they also, they have a lot of interesting guests and they have a lot of different interesting topics and stuff like that. And they're always really like information packed, even um, especially with recent events. I think he did, um, Timothy Ferris did one or two episodes on uh uh, COVID-19 and kind of Corona and how to help and stuff like that too, which I thought was pretty cool um, of him too. Um, I actually linked to, I think one or two of those in my latest, cause I did do kind of an episode on kind of coronavirus, just kind of things that kind of like kind of protect yourself or whatever. Um, I didn't really dive into like any kind of conspiracy, conspiracy theories or saying there's like a cure or treatment because I don't want to spread false information or anything like that or, or, or the episode just being taken down, too. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's funny. I mean, it's smart. It's like, you know, if, yeah. I, I try to my best also to, to live with integrity, to live in, in truth, because, you know, there's plenty of misinformation going around, and there's plenty of clickbait even going around, too, to just, you know, to, to get the views or to get the listens. So it's like, hey, here's something that I know, at least I know to be true to an extent or to in my own experience, like I'm not going to sit here and pretend to be this, that, or the other thing, but here's what I know about this. And here's what I know about this. And here's something you can take for yourself. So I, I respect that greatly. That's why like, personally I, I did a, I, I had a, a gentleman ask me to do a quick recording for his podcast about COVID-19 and mental health. And I was like, all right, well, obviously I'm no therapist, but I, I am very um, knowledgeable about my personal mental health. So I'll share to you with all the things that I've done to, to stay grounded, you know, and it's, you know, just just go out there, be creative, talk to people, you know, stay useful, and just try not to start be present in the moment um, in a way that you know just release of letting go of the worries by you know finding information that 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 would that would ease your financial situations. I know it's easy to say, especially for 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 I guess me sitting here, but. Um, like mortgages you can cancel those now you can cancel like i cancel my auto insurance because i know i'm not driving anywhere you know you can apply for unemployment so many people have and i I know there's a lot more opportunities to to get help and at least be present right here right now like tomorrow shit might just happen you know and i I don't have any no control over that but i know i have control over this moment right here right now and right now i'm having a wonderful conversation with you jared and you're like nothing if, if the corona hits me now ugh, fucking rona what are you doing you know like all right i'll deal with that then but in this moment i have my family all around me i have these pretty drawings behind me whatever the flip they are and you know i have nice loving conversations happening you know yeah so it's 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 easy to say that but it is it does take practice to just like all right what is 
what is around me and how what can I control? Because obviously we can't control the corona. We can't control the quarantine. We can't control the lack of work. What can you control? So uh, I definitely, definitely something that's important that's 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 happening. Um, yeah. yeah. Uh, I want to know so much things about you. I want to know so many things about you. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I may have to um, cut this short just because I've uh, – there's other stuff going on and so, we uh, not, okay. not that i don't want to talk, start uh, stop talking to you um uh, we could always do a future episode or if you want to um do it um this seems like kind of like a good point to kind of i yeah. guess kind of end it um but we can set something up in the future we'll do more episodes or just talk on facebook or or whatever and um i'll likely have this episode up probably within the day or two um okay. just need to upload it to a few different channels and stuff like that but i hear that yeah no i completely agree definitely we're friends on facebook already i appreciate your take on life and i look forward to learning more and you know we'll see what happens between just just stuff like that you know see how we play off each other yeah yeah okay i definitely appreciated this all right um enjoy your day stay healthy don't die unless i don't know unless you want to i guess i don't know yeah (laughs) (laughs) do you man do you (laughs) Yeah. 100%. Yeah. Hi, bud. All right. See ya. Great pleasure.